If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's. Welcome to Black Girl Stuff. <laughs> Casual sex, is it sexual liberation or up for deliberation? It makes zero sense for a woman to be actively sleeping with a man who cannot give her anything. We're going into the comments to see why your friends need to be checked or if you're the friend that needs to be checked. A lot of people are scared to tell their friends when they're wrong. I'm gonna go to the person who keep it real every time. I'm too hood, I'm too ghetto. Y'all told me that all year. But when other people do it, y'all don't say nothing. Black girls everywhere are popping off, and people are big mad. But don't worry, we got you, sis. I was dealing with a whole bunch of different type of frustrations, but I ain't know where to put the frustrations. I ain't know where it was coming from. Da Vinci is raising vibrations and putting mental health on the map. Well, no matter what color you are, no matter what culture you're from, we're feeling this weight and this pressure. All that and more tonight on Black Girl Stuff. Welcome to Black Girl Stuff. Tonight in the BGS house, we want to know, have you ever found yourself hesitant to bring up a difficult topic with a friend in fear of maybe causing a rift in your relationship? Sometimes it can be a little tricky to navigate these Absolutely. conversations without any fallout. Oh, Let's yeah. take a look. I need the people that are in my friend group to tell me no, to tell me when I was in the wrong, hold me accountable for things that I do. You don't always have to be on the same page because maybe, baby, you on the wrong one. Oh. Just a word. Now that's <laughs> real. Have y'all ever been like scared to check a friend or to have an uncomfortable conversation? I definitely have been. I feel like with me and my friends, like we may have little riffs here and there and it doesn't really require a big all out conversation. We kind of get it and, and move on. Mm -hmm. But recently I had a conversation with a friend and it was weird and uncomfortable for me because it's not like there was an incident. Yeah. You know, it was different when something happens and you're like, listen, girl, like, this was a problem. Or they say that to me, but it was more so like, I felt like my friend could be doing more as a friend overall. And Ooh, that was a very uncomfortable conversation mm -hmm. for me to even set up having because I'm like, it required me to ask myself, what do I even need? And why do I feel this energy that's different and that I want to be more? And like, mm. really having to like, be vulnerable and say, hey, I'm missing this out of our friendship. I think we can get there. What's up? You so know? you were holding her accountable to the type of friend that you needed her to be for you. For me. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's big. I think yeah. that you have to do that because in any type of relationship, whether it's friendship or romantic mm -hmm. relationships, people don't know what you need or what your expectations or standards are unless you communicate them. Yeah. Yeah. So that's big of you. Me personally, mm -hmm. I'm going to say no for two reasons. Mm -hmm. One, because friendship is not about peace. It's about unity. And that's mm -hmm. super important. We have to be able to hold our friends accountable as well as ourselves when that's we're true. dealing with people. And then also, I think it's just super important to like let people know their truths and also your truth. So I feel like 
Friendship is about be, having open communication and being able to be yourself. So when you tell someone about themselves, it's because I love you. So I'm yeah. checking on you. I'm caring about you. So that's the way that I look about that. I agree. Mm -hmm. But sometimes, like, what I do when I, I have definitely had to have uncomfortable conversations with my friends, I try to set it up with letting them know, like, making sure one timing is right. Yeah. Because yeah. I used to be very impulsive. Like, well, this is my mind, so I got to let you know what's right. up. Yeah, but I yeah. realized that I want my goal is to be heard. So yeah. I need to make sure that you're in the right space to even hear me. Yeah. So I do a mental check-in with them, try mm -hmm. to fill out their energy, see if this is the right time, are we in the right space, are we alone or private in this place where we can have this conversation? Exactly. Then I'd be like, hey, I need to really talk to you. I've been kind of, you know, tiptoeing around this or hesitant to have this conversation because I know it might be sensitive, but I'm that friend that's going to always hold my friend accountable, yep. especially to the promises that you made yourself. Mm -hmm. So I if you've that. been saying on the phone, Oh, I need to lose this weight, I need to lose this weight, I need to lose this weight. And then you talking about, let's go eat, let's go eat. I'm gonna be like, no, you, you said it. Right. I need to lose this weight. Right. I love how you set that yes. up about like them being able to receive, because everybody, of course, like, I, as friends, you shouldn't always agree. No. Mm -hmm. You should be able, and the only thing that makes it uncomfortable is that you don't want to hurt their feelings, but mm -hmm. you don't want your friend walking around with a boogie in her yeah. nose either. Exactly. So it's like, I gotta tell you, or you're gonna be out here looking bad. Mm -hmm. But what makes it uncomfortable is some people can't handle the truth. Yeah. Yes. So yes. you you if you like you just said if they can't receive it then you you're not gonna be able to handle it and mm -hmm. that's what may call a fallout and if you do fall out with a friend that makes you just question the whole friendship. Yeah. yeah. If I can't, I can't be real can't with, you, with you, yeah. If like, I can't be real with you, then are we really this? friends? Yeah. yeah. You, know, you know, but we gotta hold that mirror up because sometimes yeah. life be giving us that draw uno reverse. <laughs> 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 and you know you, we have to look in the mirror. So can your friends check you and what does that look like or have you ever had a situation? where a friend had to check you. They better check me. Yeah. I'm going to go to the person who keep it real every That's time. That's no it. yes, man. Like, Please. No, what? That's, yeah. the, difference. That's yeah. the difference. I recognize my friends. I like people who keep it straight up, mm -hmm. keep it real. And sometimes it's a reflection because you do that, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You expect that out of the people that you, you expect to get what you give. And I think for me, like, if a friend isn't like that, that's how I notice that friend ends up getting, like, summaries of my life versus mm -hmm. you're really in the trenches with me. Mm -hmm. I'm asking you, I want you to problem solve with me. I want you to, I want you to call me out. And I, I feel like you're not doing that. That doesn't make you a bad friend or, right. you know, a bad person. It just means you're going to get less of kind of the, the level of friendship. Less of the is, level of friendship. Right, right. And, you know, it kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier because sometimes you have to balance that out. Like, mm -hmm. for me, I'm like, I'm going to just take what you give. I'm going to, you know, re return that energy and call it a day. But then if you do that too much, that means you're not really being true to, like, what you want in a friend, mm -hmm. you know? Right. But I haven't personally been checked by any of my friends. I think when I go through, like, my friend choosing and just having my tribe be a certain way, it's more of, like, a motivational push, kind of, like, back mm -hmm. to what you said, like, girl, you said you wasn't going to do mm. this, so, like, what's up with you? And then it's also the mental check-in, like, are you feeling okay? Because you told me you was about to be about this, and now you're not about your business, so what's up? So I think my friends, when they do check me about anything, it's like, you good? Like, what's going on? And, like, it's more about motivation. Like, girl, yeah. get up. Let's go take that walk. Let's go do that run. Go juice that juice that you've been talking about <laughs> yeah. juicing. Yeah. Go yeah. get some groceries. So I think, for me, it's never been, like, a check, like, oh, you're not being my friend the way I need you to be my friend or anything like that. It's just, like, we're always motivating each other to get to the next level. I'm going to keep it real with y'all. So I have um, a, a lot of close female friends, probably like eight of us, that were really, really close, right? And so, with that being said, I've had them check me on, like, hey, you self-sabotaging. Yeah. Or, hey, you're shrinking yourself right mm -hmm. now to fit into these boxes. And even, like, recently, I think about a conversation I had with one of my homegirls where she thought we 
I, I was vague in my expectations when we were doing a, a group project together. And mm -hmm. so she thought that we were going into business together. And I'm like, oh no, I didn't never think that. And so she checked me like, hey, you moving, you doing dirty business. And I'm like, well, I never thought we was doing business. <laughs> but that let me know, like from that, at first it did get uncomfortable at first, because mm -hmm. it was like, wait a minute, what? Yeah, like, I don't operate like that. Yeah. But we didn't disrespect each other. Mm -hmm. Even though, even when the conversation got heated, we calmed down, because we understood mm -hmm. that, hey, we never trying it's to get to that point. Yeah. yeah, we're passionate, so we, our voices might get loud, mm -hmm. but we still love each other. And so I asked questions to, like, really get a deeper understanding of what she was saying. And then when I had to keep it real. Like, mm -hmm. I was like, dang, I'm not being clear in the way I'm communicating my mm -hmm. expectations. And now I realized that not only was I not doing it in that relationship, but it was carrying over into other oh, yeah. places in my life. Mm -hmm. So it was like, you need friends that see mm -hmm. that and it's gonna call you out and mm -hmm. check you That's and great. go through that that they're up and down of the conversation because yep. it can get heated. Yeah. And the biggest really thing is to be able to bounce back. That's when you know Facts. that friendship is, is real. real. It's like, yep. I, we'll check each other, but we're back to being friends at the end of the day. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I feel like if it's not addressed, it becomes disrespect. So I feel Sad. like mm -hmm. it could be like simple things. Like I heard you say one time, like a friend showing up late was a little bit of an issue for you. So like it's, it, if it's unaddressed, it's disrespect in my mm -hmm. opinion. So mm -hmm. I feel like if you are my friend, I should be able to come to you and say, hey, yo, this is not cool. Or if you are my friend, you should be able to come to me and be like, break that one time you said that, I just wasn't feeling that. And then we could break it down and then we can move forward like exactly. that. But to keep it real, is that, do you need to check your friends every time? Because yeah. sometimes it's like, listen, it's more so accepting someone for who they are. You know what I mean? Yeah, do you but need I'm to not check gonna keep You don't need to check BS. them. They don't need cool. to they don't need to always meet you where you're at. So, Sometimes a friend no, is that yes, they toxic know. behavior because if yeah. you don't check it in the beginning with the little ref, it's gonna they you let them skate, they're gonna be skating. True. Well, skating skate on your ass. It depends well, on what. I disagree. Right. I think I think to your point, Akila, like you check it at first. Mm -hmm. You always check it because you're dis you're dishonoring yourself to not address what bothers you. Yeah. Right? And it can hurt you. And it hurts you, right? It can hurt you. But if right. I check my friend back to the, the friend, the late friend, if I check her once and she and she say, okay, I'm sorry, I'm gonna work on it. She continues to try to work on it, but she continues to be late at at, at some point in our eight years in, yeah. I realize you always that's gonna be late. late. I'm gonna lie to you right. about what's time you need to be there. And so, that's, I, right. so I adjust my own expectations to and, what I need. And I that's what like I think. I think the, I but, mean, obviously major issues, check it. But I think some things it's like more so understand that people are gonna be different. Mm -hmm. and, and respect that difference enough to say, you know what? It's cool, but that means this is how we're gonna roll. That means compartmentalize. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> you, you let them be themselves. That's but it. if it is something that you need to check, you should check it because mm -hmm. it could be something that could harm the root. Let's That's say true. somebody getting too drunk, and you have to check it for hey, I don't like how you got to be aware at all times mm -hmm. because drunk behavior could lead to Danger. other situations. Yes. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. it, it could be anything. Yeah. yeah. So there's I mean? a limit to allowing people in your life to mm -hmm. be themselves. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you can't for just sure. be you can't yourself just... on me all my time. I am. I'm very cut and dry with people now. Mm. I'm not really playing with you. I don't really have a lot of time for right. this. If you my sis, be my sis. Thank Let's, it. Let's exist together. Let's live life together. Let me check you when I need to check you. It's not something I always want to do to you or need to do to you. Thanks. But like, if I cannot communicate with you, what are we doing? Right. Like, you are not really my friend. Maybe mm. you're just like an acquaintance. Somebody I go out and have yeah, drinks with. Yeah. Right. There's levels. There so, are levels. Mm, That's true. Mm -hmm. Cut and dry. I'm real. There's <laughs> levels, and unfortunately, we can't get to all of them today. But up next, we want to know, are we taking casual sex too seriously? Mm -hmm. Stay tuned for more Black Girl Stuff. A lot of y'all sure. know when your friend has done something wrong. You see me, I like to surround myself with people that I'll be like, fam, you tripping. Exactly. You should never have a circle of yes men. Like, that's not a friend. And if you believe that's a good friend, 
obviously it I don't even blame the friend I blame you If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat then that wasn't a road trip it was just a really long drive at participating McDonald's love you from the best parts of their soul and never want to lay you down. And a man can want to do all kinds of nasty shit to you and not want you to stay around. So this idea that sex has to be something special is a rule that I can't fathom because sometimes I want the love, but other times I just want an orgasm. All right, that's a lot. That's real, real, okay? It's time to talk about casual sex, y'all. Now, some women feel like if it's my choice, then let's get it in, okay? While others may feel like Miss Sprinkle Bay. Let's take a look. It makes zero sense for a woman to be actively sleeping with a man who cannot give her anything. And if you are one of those women, you need to rethink all of what you're doing because it's wrong. Sprinkle, <laughs> <laughs> sprinkle! <Well, laughs> Obviously, women are divided on this topic. So, ladies, I gotta know, what do y'all think? Are you on the, it's okay to have casual sex, or are you siding with sprinkle, sprinkle? I miss sprinkle, sprinkle, okay? I'm just not gonna enjoy it that much. I know, and I experience it. I'm not gonna enjoy it as much if I know I can't, I'm with, I'm laying down with someone I can't depend on. Mm -hmm. Or I can't even ask for a little thing. You might, I don't have to depend on you for my life and my livelihood, but if I feel like I'm with someone who I feel just, you're nothing more than sex, it's, I'm not gonna have a good time. Yeah, I agree. Me, I agree. I think with me, it comes with age. So, like, mm -hmm. when I was younger, I could have casual sex, and mm -hmm. it was, because I didn't need, it, life went so serious. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but with adulthood comes responsibilities, and if I'm sitting here laying down thinking about my responsibilities, and I know you can't help me with none yeah, of them, I'm right? not in the mood. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I feel, I feel like um, age does play a part in that. If you're younger and you just, like, trying to figure it out, you, you should go mm -hmm. through that stage in life. But once you figure out that your body is your temple and it's very special, and not only just that, it's dangerous mm -hmm. out, out here just to just be sleeping with somebody that you can't call and say, hey, I'm hungry, or you can't say, hey, I need gas, or hey, can we talk? If we, we can't talk, we just You can buy a toy for that. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> like, you giving your body up to a guy mm -hmm. that don't even respect you enough to look out for you. That's exactly. Like, that's crazy to me. And, but, I, and it's not prostitution. I'm not saying charge for Right. I'm just saying, but you, should, you should be able to call your partner. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The other side of that, too, though, and I agree with you all, I think that, I think it's beautiful when a woman is able to be sexually liberated. Because I feel like men have always been afforded the luxury of just doing what they want, saying what they want when it comes to being sexually active. So I love to see women living in their truth and one, protecting themselves, which is super important, but also just saying like, this is my body. I know how to use it in a way that suits me and moving in that action. I think that's beautiful, so. What do y'all require from somebody that you might be sleeping with? Intimacy and, and, and yeah. that, that word alone, you cannot define because mm -hmm. intimate to me may not be intimate to you. Right. you. Yours may be reading a book. Mine's may be holding me at night. Mm -hmm. Mine's may be picking up the phone, talking to me. I, hey, I need gas money. You won't make me pay to come get some like, right. yeah. I'm, not, I'm not doing it. Like, I'm a grown-ass woman. And this is a lot. It makes yeah. sense. And I think sometimes people quote that in liberation. I'm, I'm sexually liberated when really, maybe you think that's all you can get. Right. And I think that's what it is. It's like, no, 
own the fact that, listen, you may not, you may want that intimacy and you don't think you potentially can get it from a partner. So let me just try to own the fact that I'm hurt and say, oh, I'm sexually liber liberated and I own my body. I don't think it's exactly that. And I do agree with what you guys are saying in terms of stages, but I've always been this type of way. Younger, now, always been like, listen, if I'm with you, it doesn't have to be monetary. I'm not asking for that. I'm not asking for things, but I just want to know that I'm with someone that I can trust. And that's I can't trust you. Yeah. You know, I'm I can't trust that. you if I... Right. Because that's, I'm, we're not saying that you can't have, if you choose to have multiple sex partners. I'm saying if you choose to be liberated, mm -hmm. you should be at least able to call whoever absolutely. you're No, you. I absolutely If you agree five you better call them up and be like, hey... You should be able to ask them for something. Yeah. My tire is flat. flat. I need a, I need you hey, to come what's change I it. I want to talk to you. I'm having a hard yeah, day. Yeah, but I'm having but a hard wait, day. But wait, right. can your man call you that yeah, you're casually sleeping with? That's what that's a partner important means. Too. I feel like women are always mm. like, give me, give me, give me. But mm -hmm. can your man call you and yeah. say, I need this? No, I need partner. my tire changed. Because what if a man you're casually sleeping with says, hey, I want a home-cooked meal? Are you going to be like, oh, no, I'm not your girlfriend. We're not on our time. OK, so that's kind of tricky now. OK, OK, so you doing white? Wifely duties. Okay. If you don't want to be his wife, right. I suggest you don't do that. But the type of woman I am, yeah, I would cook because I enjoy cooking. My right. thing is, one Some meal is not going to change right. his life or your life. Right. It's not going to. I would do it. it. Right. Cook it. What you want me to cook? Mm -hmm. So you in the gang? I got you in the gang. Yeah. <laughs> so y'all are saying that the difference is like the occasional needing you versus the consistency of the action. So mm -hmm. like, if you needed something, a meal, I can cook for you. I'm not playing wife from cooking one meal. But if you want me to cook every Sunday, then you want me to be your woman. Right. Yeah. This is, is what a you're relationship. Yeah, yes. that's a relationship. For me, I think when it comes to sex, I'm definitely at that stage where you definitely got to bring something to the table, mm -hmm. baby. Mm -hmm. And expanding it. my expectations and my standards. That's like it. you said, I think younger, you don't realize how much you are worth. Yeah, you mm -hmm. don't realize that you get one body. You don't get to return it or exchange right. it that's for okay. another one. So mm -hmm. I have to protect it mm -hmm. at all costs. Yeah. And with sharing it with you, are you worthy of, one, taking on any emotional, physical, spiritual baggage that I might have? Mm -hmm. I'm at that point where I'm yeah. just like, and I agree with that. Because I feel like your partner is the immediate reflection of your energy. So mm -hmm. when Ooh. you have somebody out in the world representing you, I want to make sure that I have somebody that is going to be able to pick up some of the slack if I need you to. That's and it. slack may not always be like a simple thing, like gas or whatever. It could be like, like you said, mental. It could a be the baggage. Mm -hmm. It could be just a check-in. Because a lot of times when you outside just sleeping with people, they're not doing that. They're not giving you that energy. They don't they don't feel like they owe you that. So I think that is important to have, you know, a real solid relationship and connection with mm -hmm. somebody. And I was gonna say another thing that's super important is having honesty when mm -hmm. you're in those type of situations for people what that you do, expect. do that. Yeah, you gotta you gotta know yourself. Yeah, you know? I, yeah, as a woman, you should be able to it's your choice. You can do what you wanna do. It's there's no wrong or right way. I just say that it is dangerous out there. You got to be safe. Mm -hmm. um, people think that sex is just sex. You're soul tying. You're exchanging Complete. energies. It's, yes. it's way deeper than that. I know it sounds good, looks good. It looks like art. It feels good. But it's way deeper than what we are just saying. And, and for you to give something away and not be able to call somebody, mm -hmm. that means he don't even respect you. Yeah. He just mm -hmm. wanted a quick nut. And, 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 and for us being older, I feel like that's not enough for me. Like, just to... Even for me, just mm -hmm. to nut. Like, I, I don't want to just nut. I want to have something deeper. Yeah. I want to I be deep. Yeah, Call facts. me. Talk about it. What we doing? Speaking <laughs> of older, like, with the older generations, a lot of them will look at us and be like, you know, you're younger generation. You guys are so cool with ca casual sex on men and female side. Mm -hmm. So do y'all feel like it uh, was a difference? I think we're, one, just more open about it. And two, we're just dating for a longer period of time. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I think casual sex 
was definitely a thing for all <laughs> yeah, the older generation. Sure. People were doing what they needed to do, but they got married younger or yeah. they Facts. had kids earlier. You know, mm -hmm. things of that nature where we are having casual sex well, some people well Outside. into their 40s, you know yeah. what I mean? And still being casual about it. And it's okay, but at the same time, you know, when there's no expiration date, no end date, you then look at as more loose or like requiring partnership duties from someone that you're just casually and I think that's the difference, you know? Right. And at the end of the day, it's like, yes, as a woman, you can definitely own your sexuality, yeah. but we still live in a society where you will be judged. So no matter how open, no matter how honest you are, when you are ready to settle down, sometimes guys gonna be like, oh, no, I casually heard yeah. she be casually sleeping with everybody. <laughs> right. so judging, though, I feel I like... I think guys like that, to be honest. I, 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 no, I think undercover brother type yeah. situation like that. <laughs> I think in this, in this generation, and that's like, a bigger problem. it's mm. we're desensitized. That's really what we see mm -hmm. sex so much. You get on Instagram, you see yeah. little ass. In your face. You get on Twitter, you can see full out porn. Yeah. You know sure. what I'm saying? So I just, I feel like, it, um, I haven't really heard a guy say, she's a I don't want to talk to her. So I'm not saying that y'all, I don't know if reputation is still, because mm. it seems like they holds like the same that. weight. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know if it holds the same weight as back in the day. But I will say, so what? You're precious, and don't ever think you're not. Say, mm -hmm. keep yourself. Keep yourself, Please. and give it to who you want to. I'm not telling you to just, you know, be a nun. Whatever you want to do, that's what you do. Just be safe, mm -hmm. be smart about it. Mm -hmm. um, and protect yourself. And protect yourself. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> up next, we have actor and philanthropist Da Vinci bringing it to the couch. Straight ahead on Black Girl Stuff. Wow, she finally let me clap cheeks. Then she turning over, going straight to sleep. Oh, this Peter Wood Johnson got melatonin in it. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. The more vulnerable you are is the more you open yourself up to get help. Mm -hmm. And as I, I think Socrates, he said, the emissions of ignorance is the beginning of wisdom. And admitting your ignorance is a sign of vulnerability, and that's how you can start gaining wisdom. Welcome back to Black Girl Stuff. That was our next guest dropping gems on Revolt Black News with our girl, Kennedy Rue. Now, you might have seen him on multiple hit TV shows all across the screens, but welcome to the BGS house, Da Vinci. Hey, how you doing? Appreciate you, doing? you guys having me. I'm doing good. How about yourself? Great. Yeah, thank you. So we're super excited that you're here, and we're happy to be having this conversation with you about mental health today. So your mental health journey sounds like it has been a strenuous one for you, but also a positive outlook. So what, how did you even prioritize your mental health? Where did it start for you? Where did your journey begin? Um, that's a, I think when I was about like 17, 18, um, 17, I started college and I just started just 
seeing what was really going on in life, and like I was dealing with a whole bunch of different type of frustrations, but I didn't know where to put the frustrations. I didn't know where it was coming from. And um, as I was talking to one of my professors in college, and he just was talking about a gener our generation, he was just like, your generation is gonna suffer a lot, like way more than you even understand. Like, mm. you guys' attention span is shortening. You guys are, you guys are just, you're damaging your brains left and right. You're not training yourself how to like just have a healthy brain because of all these different type of habits. I'm like, what is you guys talking about? <laughs> and then I started like doing research on my own and uh, I started looking at the severity of it. And I remember I was reading this thing that was like, um, it was talking about um, technology, like smartphones, stuff like that. And it was basically saying, whatever you're doing at any given moment, you're physically modifying your brain to become better at it. Mm -hmm. So when you're on your phone and you're constantly seeing images and videos that have nothing to do with the next, you're, you're training your brain to have ADHD. And you're wow. training your brain to only focus for a couple of seconds on something, and then it's going to be something new. Yeah. And then the same thing over and over and over. And your brain is like, OK. I'm gonna give my master what my master wants, and I want my master to be the best at not remembering anything, mm. and only just for a couple seconds. And, and the problem is that in life, in order for you to be a progressive person and a person that is useful and helpful, you need to think for long periods of time. So I was seeing that, and then that led me to think about the streets and where I come from, and then I was like, yo, and I'm starting to see how my health mentally was just damaged from that. Mm. And that started this entire thing, and then from there I started like just taking it serious. I think that's super dope, and I heard that you're also partnering with Capital One for their mental health cafes. Tell us a lot more about that and like how that came about. Capital Ones have these amazing cafes. They're expanding their business by just showing to their customers that they don't just care about your finances, but they care about your overall well-being. Mm -hmm. So they have these cafes that's like similar to our Starbucks and a Soho house. I'm like, it look fire, and it's like. It's just catered around just helping your overall well-being, and I think it's just fine what they're doing. They heard what I was doing, and uh, we have this great partnership. Like that but is let's just... take it a step further, because you um, are known to have quoted Dave Chappelle in saying, the more you invest in yourself as a celebrity, the less of yourself you get to own, Ooh. right? And I, I mean, we right, we feel that. <laughs> but has there ever been a time where you felt like you didn't own parts of yourself? I think when I was... Um, Probably when I was like 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, like okay. around those ages, I probably didn't own part of myself because I was just doing what everyone else was doing. So I was in the, I was just in the streets. I was arrested at 13. Um, I was breaking into homes and cars and doing a lot of things. So I was being influenced by my environment so heavily that I didn't really have control. But now being in this Hollywood stuff, I got a lot of control. I ain't trying to be no celebrity. That's just too stressful to keep up with. But you know, like, our generation, we throw the word mental health around a lot. We almost hear it, like, on a daily. It almost seems like a trend. But especially because, like, back in the day, a lot of OGs, like, just speaking to them, they didn't hear, like, mental health, mental health as much yeah. as we drilling it. Mm -hmm. So it's hard sometimes. Sometimes you'll be like, oh, mental health, like, you know, are you serious about it or are you not? Why do you feel like our generation is, like, you know, mental health, mental health, mental health, mental health? I think it's because... I think unconsciously, we're all, no matter what color you are, no matter what culture you're from, we're feeling this weight and this pressure because we're being exposed at a rate that's not normal for human beings, right? So your brains are more as closer to like the primitive caveman brain than it is a brain to be able to sustain this lifestyle. And because we're feeling that, there's a cry out. Like we're crying, but we don't know and understand where the pain is from. Mm. Back then, it's like, 
Like, so me saying our brains is closer to the primitive brain, like that's like cavemen, right? So they were dealing with like 50 people in their little village, in their little hut. You find your girl, you just hump, 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 you, you procreate, you have a little farm, you have that, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. But now it's like you have access to millions and billions of people around the world. You're being scrutinized by millions of people. Mm -hmm. You're being judged, you're being looked at, you're being said at. So it's like your brain was never meant for that. Right. Like studies have shown, so it's like there's a, so now you're trying to numb it and you can't even articulate this shit. So you, you self-medicating. So you, you smoking all day long, you doing whatever to, you drinking, you doing all that stuff, but when you don't deal with your problems, your problems are going to deal with you, so yep. your problems are still there. It's going to catch your ass. But it's just like, I just feel like right now in our generation, we're the first generation that has ever dealt with smartphones, right. ever dealt with social media. I, my parents don't know that. My parents from a third world country, so they damn sure don't know that. You know what I'm saying? But we're feeling it now, so like, so I, that, I think that's why we're talking about it now, but now we just gotta get rid of the stigma, because talking about mental health can make you like you're crazy. Yeah. Make you like a psycho, but it's like, nah, it's not crazy. It's just like your physical health. You go to the gym, y'all work out, y'all eat right. right. You know what I'm saying? That's all mental health is. Yep. We talked about, you know, black women being advocates and supporters for black men and their mental health. What do you see black men doing to be supporters for us and black women in our mental health? I think black people, black men especially, like, we gotta go to therapy. Everyone gotta go to therapy. Like, you gotta talk to someone, bro. Um, I, I hope one day that I'm able to, you know, make therapy probably free for a year for a lot of black men because the thing is, is like a broken human being cannot help another human. Yeah. So there is nothing they can do for you in their state. Mm -hmm. They're just gonna hurt you. Hurt people, hurt people. Yeah. So if they don't take care of themselves, they cannot take care of you and they don't even understand you. I would encourage them to go to therapy, just learn about their brain and their triggers, and from that, their relationships is gonna be way better. Yeah. But it's yeah, nothing they can do to a woman right now in their current state. It's nothing a black man can do. Yeah. So basically, we all need therapy. Okay. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and we need to all just be a lot more aware. Well, thank you so much, DaVinci, for stopping by and dropping gems, spreading awareness, because, you know, this is a word that we all need to hear in our community right now. And, you know, you're more than welcome to always stop by the BGS house. And y'all make sure you catch brunch with DaVinci at Let's Talk Mental Health with Capital One and their cafes in a city near you. And up next, we're holding it down for the sisters that don't mind speaking up. We got more black girl stuff on the way. Athletes deserve way more respect than when y'all just come and throw cameras into their faces. I don't fit in the box that y'all want me to be in. I'm too hood, I'm too ghetto. Y'all told me that all year. But when other people do it, y'all don't say nothing. Period. Welcome back to Black Girl Stuff. Black women are no longer keeping quiet for the comfort of others. And when the world tries to tell you to shut up and act like a lady, <laughs> don't worry, we got you, sis. Because at Black Girl Stuff, Every black girl has a voice. So yeah, looking back at the experiences that Angel Reese and Shakari had, and now Coco Goff at the US Open, why do you think that black female athletes face more criticism than their counterparts when advocating for themselves? I think, guys, we are under a spotlight that a lot of people aren't under. Mm -hmm. I think that we are the example, whether that be good or bad. Mm -hmm. And I think that we assume everything that goes with that role of being an example. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you ladies, all successful, talented women, know what it's like to feel like a role model, mm -hmm. to feel like you have to carry the weight of the world on your shoulders, to feel like your experiences are public fodder. Mm -hmm. And that's what these women are talking about. They're talking about feeling like the spotlight is on them and they're judged at 
standards that aren't necessarily fair. Mm. That other women don't get judged at. And yeah. what I would even dare to say, that white women don't get compared to the same standards. Fact. Yes. I was going to say, Kennedy, like, as a white woman, you get to live your life free of just being, representing yourself. But as a black woman, every single time I enter a job interview or a competition, I have to represent every single black woman in my entire black race. And also, to add to that, it's also the patriarchy. Like, mm -hmm. men are allowed to be aggressive yeah. and be passionate <laughs> and talk shit when they play sports. That's what makes it competitive and fun yeah. mm -hmm. and they're really in the game. Yeah. But when women do it, it's looked at as less ladylike mm -hmm. or, yeah. or you're not a black classy. not classy right. or yeah. ghetto. Like yeah. Angel, yeah. we said she was called ghetto just for simply say, hey, you can't see me because you can't part. see me. Yeah. <laughs> and that's John Cena. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. A white right. man who did that. It's a white like men are saying, we can't say that we're great. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like if we say we're great, we're cocky mm -hmm. or we're we're boasting or whatever. Mm -hmm. But no, this is a part of sports. I'm it supposed is. to get in your head. When mm -hmm. you're on a basketball court, they have mics and they're talking. They're talking mm -hmm. shit to each other because if I get in your head mentally, I may throw you off in your game. And that's Thanks. all a part of Sports. sports. There's exactly. levels to that, though, because I I do agree that I think, especially as black women, we are on this tightrope. Like, mm -hmm. what it, um, that author said, you can have ambition, but not too much. Mm -hmm. And I think yeah. that a lot of people here, especially, you know, the problem is they see it you're almost doing over, you're, yep. you're going overboard. And I right. feel like, especially for black women, their femininity is being tested when yep. you play sports. And mm -hmm. especially when you're playing at the top of your game, you're looked mm -hmm. at as, I would say, less of a woman Fair. than, you know, other women or white women, et cetera, can just, they can be great because they they don't have the challenge or face the challenge of not being ever seen as not feminine. The best example that I know of recently was with Coco Goff when she basically pulled up to the umpire like, listen, I don't care what she does on her serve, on mine, she got to get it right. Mm -hmm. And I feel yeah, like yeah. when you stand up for yourself, that's not cockiness. That is yeah. confidence and you should stand that's in not, that mm -hmm. and believe in yourself. And that's what these women are doing, and I don't think that's a cop. That's thing. Let's go deeper, though. Mm -hmm. It's it's also about our tone. As black mm -hmm. women, if we reach mm -hmm. a certain tone, mm -hmm. then we're being aggressive. Mm -hmm. But we're not being aggressive. It's just we have swag. It's how we talk. We may do like this. What you may passionate. you want to may want to do a dance mm -hmm. with yours. Whatever it is, it's just whatever we do is now angry black woman because yeah. our tone. They may say Absolutely. not. It's not what you say. It's how you say mm -hmm. it. But it's like anything. It's almost like we're damned if we do damn. Yeah. No, because you better back mm -hmm. it up. And my thing is, there is such a thing as cockiness, even in sports. Mm -hmm. It's not just, oh, this is a part of the game. I'm trying to get in your mental. You can be rude on the field, right. and, I, and I feel like that needs to be checked. There's it's a limit. Not, it's, there's a limit. And I think with some of these examples, some folks, yes, they're about it, whatever else. But with others, no, you you needed to be humbled. And I think mm -hmm. that's a Shakari situation. It's not that she was just, you know, trash talking, which I think is fine. But you know, she didn't, you know, congratulate the winners after she lost to the Jamaicans. I, last year or two years ago, et cetera, and she needed to be humbled. And I think there's a difference. It's not like the world should have been bashing on her, the, the extent that they did. I think that was messed up. But there was there was some truth there. Okay. There was I some agree. truth there. I agree with you, Akila. but I also think that it is, like, the world's mission to humble black women. Hello. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like they don't want us to be confident in yeah. ourselves. They don't want us to be self-assured. They don't want us to believe that they're the best. I think that it benefits other people for us to be like, you know what, Silence. I'm going to play down yes. my greatness because mm -hmm. it makes other people uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I feel like so many black women relate to feeling like they can't step into spaces and be their full selves because people are like, will place a value judgment and be like, she's not humble. Right. She's not down to earth. Mm -hmm. You know, she doesn't know who she really, no, she knows who she is and she's mm -hmm. stepping into her power. Mm -hmm. And I 
I want more black women to feel empowered to, to step into that, that yes. regardless of what anyone's mm -hmm. gonna say. The difference mm -hmm. is you can step into that, I think, when you win. Mm -hmm. yeah. Shakari now redeemed herself and said, listen, the world had their back on me, and now, now look. And yeah. I think you have to make success make the noise a little bit. And right. I think yeah. what, right. the problem is For a lot sure. of people want to talk before they do. And that's when you mess up. I agree with that. Yeah. Not only are we not allowed to trash talk, but it also seems to be a problem when we are advocates for our own mental health. Mm. Even with Simone Biles. Let's take a look. I was like, no, mental is not there. So I just need to let the girls do it and focus on myself. It has been perhaps the most effusive praise that has ever been heaped on a quitter. She's immature <laughs> and she is ashamed to the country. What? Wow. Oh, Jesus. Right. God forbid he won a mental health day. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. And, and he's a, I'm ashamed of you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. you even saying that. Right. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. Guys, this isn't only a struggle for athletes. I mean, black women everywhere are attacked every day for just speaking their minds. Mm -hmm. Do you guys have instances or situations where you know, your identity was attacked just for you standing up for yourself, or you were judged unfairly or held to a double standard, which you didn't feel like applied. Mm. Yeah, I feel like as a black woman, I'm really not allowed to not be okay. Mm. Like like Simone Biles said, like, like it, there's never been a time where I could properly say like, hey, I'm not okay, and it yeah. be okay. I mm -hmm. think that people yeah. look at you and they judge based off of like, one, you're a black woman, so you should be strong enough to endure whatever. Yeah. Two, you have a roof over your head or your social status at, at a certain point. And I know that a lot of these athletes face the same things. Yeah. Like, okay, you're an athlete, you're successful in this area. You're so rich, why you, you have should be okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, so it's like, as black women, I think that no matter, we are faced with so much inadvertently and subconsciously like we don't yeah. even understand how many battles that we're fighting on a daily and I think True. that it's such a struggle to not be able to say hey I'm not okay I need help yeah. I, I need, need help, help. I need help. Yeah. yeah yeah so, so what is the struggle I was about to say like you know I think what you're saying is real and I think we're all experiencing that and even you saying it I I I, I feel you, I see you, and thank you if for you, saying and that. And thank really. you. Like, yeah. So when you say you're not okay, I think it's the job for your sisters to then step in and, like, I can't see when people cry. Be here for you. know, to step no, in and say, no, to step in and say, we hear okay. you, we hear you. And it's I think okay. also to give you the platform, if you need to say more about why you're not okay mm -hmm. and you feel comfortable, like we're here to listen. You and know I, I mean? think that's important yeah. because when we reach a crisis point in our life, that's yeah. when people want to pay attention and break us down even right. more. We, if you need help, you have to tell your sisters, you have to tell your people, yes. I need help. Mm -hmm. And that's the people it. that love you will be there for you and support you. No even judgments. when it comes to our athletes, you have mm -hmm. to find people in your corner in your tribe that will take care of you internally. Because mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. outside does not matter what you have, what you look like, all that shit at the end of the day, when it's washed away, nobody sees nobody it. Nobody sees mm -hmm. it. And so always feel like you have a sister in us. That's sure. it. Yeah. And thank you, Bree, yeah. for mm -hmm. being vulnerable enough with us to say, you know what, guys? I'm not I okay. need a moment. Mm -hmm. And we I'm, got I'm, you said. We're going to get together for y'all yeah. yeah. for this. But yeah. you know what? We got you. And yes. we'll hold it together for you. Right. Yes. I want you to know you have a place to lean. You mm -hmm. have a crutch. You have a shoulder to cry on. Like, mm -hmm. we're going to be here for you regardless. Yes. Right. That's real black girl stuff. That that's real black girl stuff. <laughs> that's the that's real 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 real
yeah. never really do. And I think it's so many other black women that are just dealing with so much yeah. in life, whether it's like health or relationships mm -hmm. or their families <clears throat> or their kids. And it's like, you feel like you have to just keep going, keep going to keep everything together, but you don't get a chance to take a second right. to pull away from the competition mm -hmm. and quiet. just to quiet it mm -hmm. and take a time like for yourself for real. And yeah. I think that that's what we need that's more real. of. Without that being seen as We all right. need moments and we will always allow for those moments here in this space. I think that's why it's so special. Mm -hmm. And that's why we can gather and have these conversations. So I'm so appreciative of yeah. you guys. Thank you, Brie. Thank you. You know, we're here Thank for you. you. Whatever sorry, you need. No, I'm you're crying. good. No, we will promise you. Always, always. And ladies, remember to advocate for yourself, even if it means pissing the world off. Mm -hmm. Up next, we got some special late night vibes headed your way. Stay tuned for more Black Girl stuff. Yeah. Honestly, at this point, I was doing it for myself and not for other people. And yeah, I've just been embracing, you know, every positive and negative thing that's said about me. And that just put the fire in, in me. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Welcome back to Black Girl Stuff. BGS Vibes is where we present artists on the rise in their field. Our next guest is here to share beautiful words and melodic tone. Mm. Please welcome poet Teresa the Songbird. She a goddess. She a gift. She a present with a presence that uplifts like warm weather. So be indifferent, be indignant, be whatever makes you clever, makes you feel happy, healthy, wealthy, and wise. Do that thing that keeps your edges strong, your booty big, and your love light alive. And if one of these suckers has tried you one too many times, and you just wanna ball up inside and cry, girl, I'ma need you to chuck your chin to the sky and keep loving yourself. Mm. Keep forgiving yourself. Mm. Keep hugging yourself. Cleanse yourself. Sage it a bit. Mm. Embrace it a bit. Get in front of a floor-length mirror butt naked. <laughs> you better shake it a bit. Okay. It's okay to be a human being that makes mistakes. You just move with grace while you take up space. And forget mm. that little voice in your head trying to convince you that you're not great, because, girl, you are awesome. Mm. You are special. You are helpful. You try harder. You be pushing yourself farther than even you thought you could go. You stay in it when your anxiety is crippling and Ooh. frightening and totally out of control because you already know this world don't stop turning when it's tears burning in a black girl's eyes or, or blood trickling from a black girl's thighs or a baby hanging off a black girl's breast or when we've endured all we could and more at the end of stage four and we don't have no more hair or no more breasts or no more decided identifiably female features left. You still the kind that cares less what the careless of character characterizes qualified. Oh. They can't quantify your metaphysics. They can't comprehend your digits, but they keep counting on you yeah. to do what you do so well. Yeah. Excel when they keep putting us at an obvious disadvantage. Oh. And somehow 
we managed to keep on winning. Mm. Must be because we phenomenal black women. Okay. We've been here since the beginning. Mm. We are the origins of divas and prima donnas. We are the Madonna, the Ma'at, the Makita, the mitochondrial Eve, the Gila. I'm talking about a Henrietta Lacks kind of black. We got DNA the most dynamic doctors still can't crack. We so magic, we so fantastic that those who can't have it and be it would be inclined to try to beat it and be even more maligned when we remain undefeated out here dodging demons like Neo in the Matrix. (laughs) By the way, did you know that The Matrix is a movie that a black woman wrote and created? What? I'm just saying, we are amazing, and they hate it, because they can't take it, Mm. how we be solving it, Mm. how we be evolving it, just by being involved in it. And we got the unmitigated gall of it to be out here being all of it! With all your most high melanin Merlin swirling. Swirl. Let's go. With your roots watching and follicle curling. Girlfriend, your Coco Glow go so so. (laughs) What else are they supposed to do Mm. but envy you with all that black girl magic? Mm. Yeah! Well, that was amazing. You just heard from Jereen. Oh, good. So good. Amazing. Oh, my God. Yes. It gave us chills. Literally. Literally. Quotes for days. God placed a gift in you that cannot be denied. God bless you. You do have a gift, and you always had a gift. You have a way with words. Can you tell us about your book, You So Black? Yeah. So I did an event for the Trumpet Awards. I did a poem that went super viral called You So Black. Mm. It's all about black esteem, loving yourself and your blackness, and Mm. black being beautiful, black being strong, black being grace, black being love. And that idea is, and literally, we've taken the poem and turned it into an illustrated children's book so that the whole goal of the book is to program children to understand. Because, you know, they're always trying to make blackness seem like a weapon that we're supposed to be ashamed of. So (laughs) my goal was to take that whole idea and flip it on its head so that when you hear you so black, you be like, I sure am. And my mom black. And my dad black. (laughs) You wish you could be black. the blackness over here on Black Girl Stuff. Yes. So cheers to being so black and so bold. Yes. That's all the show we have for now. Special thanks to tonight's guests, Da Vinci and Teresa the Songbird for stopping through the BGS house, y'all. Good night, everybody. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. 
It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.